BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Hey, gang, today is Tuesday. Yeah, don't let yesterday's holiday throw you off. Today is Tuesday, the 20th of February, 2024. Here's today's poll question at Smirconish.com. Overall, does the news media treat President Biden fairly? Please go vote, follow the podcast, leave a review while you're there. I was motivated to ask this question for a couple of reasons. First, A.G. Sulzberger, the publisher of The New York Times, said yesterday that the Biden White House is extremely upset with the paper's coverage of President Biden's age. He defended the Times coverage in this interview. It was with the Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism. You can read all about it at Smirconish.com and in the newsletter. And to me, it was a reminder of a conversation that I've just had with Ellie Honig. Ellie Honig, who is the CNN legal analyst, Ellie Honig, who is my frequent guest here on POTUS and a frequent guest of mine as well on CNN, We talked on Saturday in the aftermath of Ellie having published an essay. It was in New York Magazine under the headline, The Real Biden Documents Scandal. It's not the old man stuff. And according to Ellie, what the real story was is that Biden, like Trump, possessed classified information, knew that he had it, and shared it with somebody else. That was the real gist of the report from Robert Hur that Ellie says went overlooked. Well, Ian Sams, the White House spokesperson wrote a letter to the White House Correspondent Association last week, blasted recent coverage of special counsel Robert Hur's report, singling out Ellie Honig and singling out the New York Times. So I pulled the interview with Sulzberger to see what this was all about. Here's the exchange. Question to A.G. Sulzberger. This is a year of elections, not just in the U.S., but also in Mexico, India, and the European Union. Is there anything journalists should do differently when covering an authoritarian candidate? And the publisher of the New York Times says, my answer is going to be independent journalism. And I would say there is a risk in two different approaches on either extreme. On one side, there's the risk of the old sort of truth is in the middle model. And if we are being honest, some of the criticism of mainstream media as being too euphemistic and too instinctively even-handed in coverage is fair. The truth isn't always in the middle. And one of the best things to come out of the digital transformations in media is a much more direct, plain-spoken writing style. On the other side, he says, there's the risk in the media leaning into becoming the opposition to these candidates and becoming emotionally invested and trying to undermine them rather than to help the public understand their policies, their background, and the potential concerns those may raise, how they defy longstanding norms, how they challenge democratic conventions. And then further along, he said, relative to Trump and to Biden, we are going to continue to report fully and fairly, not just on Donald Trump, but also on President Joe Biden. He is historically unpopular as an incumbent, and the oldest man to ever hold this office. We've reported on both of those realities extensively, and the White House has been extremely upset about it. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. 
Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. Within this coverage at Reuters, there was this really interesting poll result. Views on remaining neutral by political leaning. Among those on the left, what percent do you think believe news outlets should try to be neutral on every issue? On the left... 40%, or I should say only 40%. Among those in the center, 63% say news outlets should try to be neutral on every issue. Among those on the right, it's 82%. 82% of those on the right say news outlets should try to be neutral on every issue. Man, I could do a whole segment on just that. Why do so many then watch Fox if they believe news outlets ought to try to be neutral on every single issue? The second reason I wanted to get into this as a poll question today is because of the reaction that I get. So often, people hear what they want to hear, and they hear only in the moment. In other words, not over an extended period during the course of one show or one week of shows. For example, why are you talking about Robert Hur's report so much? Or why are you talking about Biden's age so often? Those are two questions that I've repeatedly been asked in the last week. To which I say, well, if his approval rating is only 38 percent and it's being driven by three quarters who think that he's too old, how do I not talk about it? Then people say, well, is it self-perpetuating? People are worried about his age because the media talk about it. I don't think so. David Axelrod had a good answer to that, which is that the reason the age issue lands is because people have seen it for themselves. They've seen it for themselves, and then they see the poll results, and they know that others share the concern, and that's why it becomes such a big factor for President Biden. What do I think? I think overall, I mean, the news media today is whatever you want it to be. Whatever you're looking for, you can find in a particular outlet. But overall, does the news media treat President Biden fairly? I think that it does. Go vote at Smirconish.com. Leave a review of this podcast, and thank you so much. The Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.